Oh, gosh. Here we go again. Again, again. Again, again. Oh, my God. Well, it's E-Talk Repeat. It's August. We've got all three of us in the house. Although not all of our brains are here. Apparently not. Um, this is the second time we're going to be doing this episode for everyone. Because we did one already, but it wasn't recorded. So wish us luck on round two. And if you yeah, don't yeah. like this episode, trust us, the first version was better. <laughs> um, that, but, she, she does not lie, folks. We we did, we were 30 minutes into the other one and we figured out it didn't get recorded. So we're doing it all over again. You it know, was when, not Ashley's fault. It was not John's fault. Um, uh, and I'll hey, leave. I'm, I'll leave the rest. Well, to, yeah, I'm just the talent, guys. Yeah. I just show up and read my lines. Welcome back, <laughs> Sam. But we might not invite you back again after this. But uh, look, it's going to be fun. We're going to do this quickly. Some food news you can use. John's EatingLV.com has a really fun article right up, up right now. It is his summer hatred. <laughs> it's my dog days of summer, summer. Summertime blues article at EatingLV.com. It's listicle after listicle of the things I love to hate. And so, I loved the one thing on there that I was just so happy. It kind of made me snicker. Didn't expect to see it there. The U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. Uh, yeah. Uh, God, they uh, are so uh, hateable right now. Uh, well, they've and well, believe me, they've, I'm staying they've, out of this. They, they, <laughs> you know, this is where uh, all my liberal friends just come at me with uh, pitchforks. But I just, I, I can't. You know, everything has gone down with them and the politics. Politicization. Yeah, yeah we know, got whatever. you. We got you. You, <laughs> you know, had the, it the first time we did this show. All, all these dumbass arguments they make for why people aren't paying more attention to them. I mean, you know, they're your goddamn jocks. Okay, I don't want to get into it. Okay, take I, that to the What's Right show I with take, Sam yeah, later. Yeah, I will, yeah. Okay, but so I what? did like the culinary hate list. Okay, give me per- the culinary thing well, you like. particularly number two. <laughs> Women who eat with their tits. <laughs> Yes. And yeah, I that. found that very clickable because there was a, a, a hot link, if you will, uh, to a woman who was there yeah. with some kind of giant, disgusting yeah. food with also yeah. some not really great looking yeah, breasts. Yeah. Her breasticles are nothing. Yeah, to, I did not expect is, to see that. But she's very proud of them. And she I'm not going to give her any oxygen here, but she has a huge following. Uh, which, which just shows just how low we've gone, how low we have fallen in, into in the internet age. When this gal who does nothing but shove five pound burritos into her into her face, you know, has like a million followers, and all the local influencers think she's just great. She is amazing. Look at her. You know, click click click. Forty thousand likes. Of Most her, of the food know. she's showing off looks disgusting, and really, oh. it, it, you're you're because you're spot on at the criticism. It looks like. She's literally just showing off her boobs. Yeah, the, it, it's the a food whole, is like a like a like a afterthought. A, yeah, junk. And I realized that, as I said before, uh, uh, criticizing her is pretty much low hanging fruit here. But so are her tits. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're back in the gutter again. So, uh, okay, we'll go. Okay, so moving if you want, on. You want to read the, <laughs> the things I love to hate, folks? EatingLV.com, Shameless plug alert. Let's go to food news you can use. Durango Casino has open is announced its opening date as Monday, November twentieth. It should be pretty exciting for us down here in the arts district. We are spoiled with a lot of great restaurants, and the Southwest is now getting to taste that as well. Exploding, yes, it is. And you know, I I, I talked to somebody, um, a, a restaurant guy in town, and I'm always sort of uh, wondering. You know, I've been wondering this for now 20 years. 
why you know it, it's it, it's a dead zone northwest vegas the summerland area is kind of a dead zone and everything is moving to the southwest and this restaurant fellow i spoke with said that it's just a matter of rents i mean the summerland real estate is so high but then again so is all the commercial real estate up there so everything is renting for 20 30 percent cheaper down southwest that's why you see so much devel- development so many more restaurants all that opening there because it's just prohibitive when you get up into the northwest until you get to like centennial hills but that place ugh, who wants to traverse that, that that shit show trying to find your way around there yeah no way and it's just one chain restaurant after the next in that area i mean the southwest is blowing up but you, yeah you always like poo poo that side of town you're always so down on it and because it's, it's so fucking far from my house sam i told you that like, okay this is all you're about like the, um, you're it's like the, the old yeah. medieval people that that put the the earth at the center of the universe john curtis's house is the give, center point of town. Yes and hell yes. And give me convenience or give me death. That, 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 is, that is my motto in my late, late, late middle age. Well, Durango Casino is exciting, and it's right next to the Sundry, which has its food hall. But Durango Casino is having its own food hall as well, littered with a bunch of places. Irv's Burgers, L.A. Institution that flips you know, great smash burgers, chili cheese dogs, things like that. Prince Street Pizza, I Pono Cafe, Uncle Polly's Fiorella, Mark Vetri, a little pasta bar going in there. Yeah, I heard that Fiorella yeah. was doing something there, too. Good our, idea. Our neighbor, um, You or Me Sushi's going in there. And and I just ran into him today. Uh, Vesta is going to yes. be there. And I ran into Hansel Tan, Facebook friend of mine. He's been a, a chef who really has knows his chops. Um, he's, um, he, I ran into him at Vesta and he's now sort of the executive chef of all of the Vesta coffee places, both downtown West Sahara and now in Durango. And he said that their, uh, their Durango hotel location is going to be more like a patisserie bistro doing all their pastries and breads in house. And that they're going to cook them both West Sahara and Durango. And he says it's going to be more restauranty than like the Vesta coffee shop we know and love downtown. And I can't wait because Hansel Tan knows his knows his um knows his baked goods he does he's well great, i'm great glad guy. to know that you know who's behind their cooking because if the bodega special goes anywhere we're gonna yeah, have words i'll ring him up personally yeah. no, that I, is we're the have... best breakfast sandwich in all of vegas and yep. it's not on the menu yeah well hansel tan is is too smart to get rid of something that's that popular so i'm i i did not know that vesta was doing all of its own baking but he told me and i'm just like totally excited yeah it was a recent development yeah yeah just in but he's uh, been there about three months and he's totally excited for this durango hotel thing so we'll have to go there and yes even though it's 15 miles from where i live i'm happy the southwest is getting good restaurants because we need another neighborhood that's known for food other than downtown and uh, spring mountain road uh, Michael Mina opening another f- spot in Mandalay Bay. Have you heard? Yeah, but Mandalay Bay is so mm. me far away. Yeah, well, no, it's not far away. It just it used to be so great. I mean, I hate to sound like an old fart, but that's what I am. I mean, back in two thousand, two thousand five, six, seven, it had some of the greatest restaurants in town, and they have just been driving it into the ground for fifteen years. And and I don't know if they're going to resuscitate it with. A Michael Mina concept because I mean I love Michael and I love his restaurants but you know he's not the newest kid on the block I mean so you, you, all these other places I mean uh, Fountain Blue is going to have all new concepts even Resorts World came in with some very interesting things MGM and Caesars all they know how to do is just recycle all these 
old concepts and old brands that they've been milking now for 20 years. Yeah, I think Mediterranean food's having its renaissance moment right now because that's what this spot, this spot's going to be. It's called Orla, which is supposedly means golden princess in Greek, and he's going to be bringing Mediterranean and Middle East flavors and dishes. That's our new nickname for Ash, the attorney. Orla? Orla, the, the, Medi- golden, the, the golden princess. Well, Sam, finally, Sam. someone Sam. says something nice about me today. <laughs> Oh. Oh we oh we didn't mean it as, as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So what else do we have going on? You've got some news over there. I can see your little shit list. I've got a shit list. Uh no, I'll, we'll get to my pet peeves in a minute, but I mean, let's talk about where we've been this week. I mean, I I traveled the globe this week. I went in three successive days to China, uh Korea, and Japan and had three fantastic meals. One at Taste of Asia went back there. Just the best Chinese food in the Northwest. I mean, if you live in Summerlin, you don't have to go to Spring Mountain Road anymore. Just go to the um, Suncoast Casino, Taste of Asia. Really, really solid uh, Chinese food. You can, they don't really have two menus, but think of it as having two menus. Go to the chef specials if you really are a Chinese food aficionado who likes authentic stuff. And if you need your sweet and sour pork, they've got that there for you too. All right. So, so, so Taste of Asia is great. Izakaya Go, one of the great. I went Iza- there. And, and I, it's open Monday. I went there on Monday night. When did you go? And tell me what you had. Oh, I forget when I went there. Uh, this week's a blur. I don't re- recall what night I went there, but we do all the soft shell crab. We do the gyoza. We do uh, the fresh, whatever the fresh fish is. We'll ask uh, Go and yeah. say, what fish do we want? And he'll bring it out sashimi. It's beautiful. I'm trying to think. Some other dishes. Oh, the enoki. These are my favorite. Enoki Mushroom. butter mushrooms. The little, t- little tiny oh. little mushrooms. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. Oh, yeah. my gosh. They're these little, like, steamed, skinny mushrooms, and they're just dunked in butter. Oh, God. They sound um, great. And the one thing that I love there but I didn't get is their uni pasta. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Let me tell you a little quick anecdote about Izakaya Go. The owner's name is, his first Go. name is Go, Gosan, or his last name is Hashi. Go Hashi is his name. And uh, somebody, um, I was talking to him, or we, we, I was there with our friends Pearl and Ray. I think I know this story, uh, yeah. And, and he said that somebody said that had been told that the restaurant was uh, named after him, so they thought his name was Mr. Hezekiah. His first name is Hezekiah, <laughs> last name Go. go. Yeah. yeah, he told me that, that there's a story that he said, I was out at the like a grocery store, and all of a sudden I hear someone yelling, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, and he's like, what? And he looks over, and he goes, I didn't have the heart to like tell him that that's not yeah, my, my name. name. <laughs> and then we were talking about this, that if that guy thinks his first name is Izakiah, he must think that Izakiah Go has restaurants all over yeah, Spring Mountain. Exactly. He's the, he's the, the Taco the way, Bell of Spring the, Mountain Road. Yeah, the word Izakiah in Japanese means stay drink place. Yeah, right. So stay drink place is what, you know... I, maybe I'll change my name to that. I could be a. They're basically place. pubs. They're basically yeah. pubs yes. with 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 quick, easy uh, food. You know, binocho, uh, binocho, binocho, charcoal, 
You got it. I should, we should start doing this again. Yeah. I, 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 Version <laughs> three. Third yeah. time's the charm. Start over again. Minochitan charcoal grilling for, but it's basically a drinking establishment that serves small bites of food. Yeah. You know, grilled, uh, fresh, a little bit of sushi, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So that's what Izakai is. Think of it like pub. Basically, yes. it's a pub. It means yeah. pub. It's very good. I love that yeah, but Izakai goes great. So we love that. And then finally, I went to a new place with uh, Pearl and Ray, our, my Korean friends that, that take me all over the Korean uh, map here in Las Vegas, to the Daiho Kalbi Jim. Do you know what Kalbi Jim is? No. Guys? Kalbi meat. Jim. Meat it's something. It's meat, meat, Kalbi, meat, beef. Yeah. So it's basically a just heavy, heavy stew of short rib that's cooked for like hours and hours. So it's melt in your mouth, spoon tender short rib in this heavy chili sauce with potatoes and, and kimchi and everything. And it's a, it's a gut buster and it's really not appropriate food for July and August in Las Vegas, but it was great. We just loved it. And Daiho Kalbi Jim is apparently, um, uh, comes out of Southern California and it's moving in. It's at Sahara and Las Vegas and Sahara and uh, Decatur into that shopping center we spoke of two weeks ago H-Mart? where the H-Mart's going. So I walked around there, and, and that's gonna, they're going to turn that little corner, that southeast corner of Sahara and Decatur, into the next new little Asia town. Okay. So it's going to be great. And, and the island there is, are, are, are already being taken over by various uh, Asian places. So wow. looking forward to that. It's going to be very Korean. I think, I think the Koreans are sort of making a big push here. I mean, it's sort of like... Good for them. It's like when they went over the 38th parallel in 1953. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> they're, invade, they're invading us. But we love Korean food, and uh, good, good for us. It just is very tasty. And um, so Daiho Kalbijam, very cute little place. Looks like a Japanese izakaya inside. Okay. Very, very, uh, very clean build out. A lot of friendly folk, lots to drink, and you don't have to get the big heavy stew. You can get other things, too. So, all good. So, that was my week along with the hot chicken sandwich at 1228, oh, which is awesome. Un fucking believable. Yeah, yeah. I, we should just rename this show to E Talk 1228. I really think that's where we're going here. I'm thinking sponsorship here. Yeah, okay? we, should, we should. Why Finally, don't we start hitting them Everyone up for money? accuses us of having yeah. some type of ownership, investment, you know, stake in that restaurant, but no. no. Um, <laughs> we don't. Just a lot of food that's really good. I look, I love 1228. I had that chicken sandwich. Incredible. Um but you know what? It's still working its kinks out. I think it's got some growing that it's still yeah. doing. So, so let me, uh, Sam. Let's hear from you before I talk about one other place. So I want to hear where you've been. Well, I've uh, I've done a fair amount of eating. I've been to Edio. Uh, chef there uh, has uh, working on a new menu, and I can tell you everything I had was was incredible. Um, that restaurant is still holding up, and I think what they're trying to do with it is now that they've got. You know the new place that's in the southwest, Anima. Uh, they're they're looking to make make uh, EDO, their original restaurant, a, a, a little like higher end, like a, a little more you know chef driven and just um, slightly more sophisticated. And that's my sense even now. Like the food okay. there, I love Anima, but I think EDO has has my heart forever because it's 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 unbelievable. I had a I, I mean, they had, I mean, I, I had a Wagyu beef pastrami with these incredible little caramelized onions, manchego cheese, unbelievably, the, the execution on it, uh, there's everything there that I had was, was phenomenal. So I, I had a great meal. I also, um, 
I went to, uh, I finally went to Ocean Prime. Oh. And I will say this. It's a contender. You guys were right. You were right. It is a solid addition to the lineup of of high-end steakhouses on the Strip. Right, chain take. I mean, it's a chain. It's a chain, it's a, it's right? It's a really, really good chain. But, you know, yeah. I'm a fan of Bavette's. I like Bavette's, for example. Yeah. So it is, it is now, you know, it's a short walk from Bavette's. I think it's going to give Bavette's a little competition, which is good. Uh, and, and you can see your food at Ocean Prime. That, well, that, that's it's, a plus. okay, it's got windows, right? So you've got that. Um, I, I thought it was... I thought it was. I thought it was really, really good. I yeah, had I, 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 the food there. Really, I mean, the only thing I didn't like there was the wine list. I thought the wine list was insane. But I think every wine list on the strip is insane these days. I didn't yeah. think it was overpriced. I thought it was underwhelming no, not, in its in its. No, no not that, the, the restaurant itself. I didn't think it was overpriced. Just the wine list. Was no, I didn't think that. Yeah. Well, I, the, the bottle I selected was not overpriced for for retail. I mean, it was. Yeah, but you're, but you're a Republican, so I mean, you uh, don't think. I'll get out of here. But you, no, you say it just wasn't adventurous. It was. I didn't think that the the, the wine list. It's just not very deep. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. still Good you point. can tell it's a new restaurant. They're going to be stocking it. It's going to take them a little while to build that up. It is tough to get wine in this town. Oddly, yeah, it is. Uh, uh, by the way, the calamari is delightful loved the calamari the one dish there that i really really enjoy is their jalapeno au gratin like it's just this like cheesy yeah yeah dish and it's it's got jalapeno infusion into it but it's not spicy you get it's this uniqueness of where you actually just taste the flavor of the pepper um, so I enjoyed that. I love. I, I think it's a great addition to all the steakhouses we have. I still think it's oddly pretentious in that you take an elevator to get up to it. You stand in a holding cell while they wait to take you to another hostess yeah. stand. They walk you through the, the bar, bar to another hostess stand. It's yeah, so yeah, annoying. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. That's they're, they're full of themselves. But well, kind of um, like that. Okay. Well, we'll get into it. Okay. Um. Anywhere else, Sam? Samuel's, well, we Sam got to a couple places for a man who travels as much as he does. I'm pretty proud I mean, of him this, I, this week. I went, I went back to Delilah, which I periodically oh. check in on just to um, just to annoy me, just to yeah. annoy John. And okay. it, and I and I'm telling you, it, the the the, <laughs> the Delilah, a beef Wellington is the uh, best in town. That's the only reason to go. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm there for the down. I'm for the inter- I'm there for the entertainment, of course. Obviously. You, know, you like like the girls sashaying around yeah. in their long slinky dresses oh, while they, I mean. they play some soft jazz and everybody can like pretend to be sophisticated no, even but, though they're not. No, but yeah, speaking of pretending being sophisticated, so I go there with a, with some friends from out of town who are oh, uh, one of them brings a, a, a cousin of his who's like a, a thousand years old, and it was the first time this man <laughs> had ever been in a restaurant ever. Because what he well I'll oh, tell you is, why yeah. because because he we sit down at the table and, and Delilah is one of these restaurants very you know corporate and it, it, it they they do everything perfectly okay they execute perfectly so the waitress comes by and says are there any allergies at the table and he loudly declares that he has an alcohol allergy <laughs> and proceeds to tell us all about a, a, a vaccine shot that he had for COVID that ever since he took it now he has a so that ends and the <laughs> the, the waitress politely tries. To, to redirect him back to the question, yeah. are there any food allergies at the table? Emphasis on food. And this yeah. guy, you're not going to believe what he says. He goes, why do you ask? <laughs> why, do you ask? why do you ask? Is it because I'm next, old? And then the next thing he says is, is it because I'm old? <laughs> and, and by the way, 
I, I wanted to, I wanted to disappear <laughs> into my chair. I was. I How just, old is he? Okay, older than me or younger than me, Sam? Older. O- older than you, not just not just in actual, like, real terms, yeah, but, but older than you by, like, 50 years in terms of, <laughs> of, of relative, just, just attitudinally. Yeah, well, he just doesn't get out much. Okay, well, well uh, I don't want to get it. We don't have the time to get yeah. into it, but why, why did people bring people like that along to uh, eat I out? I feel bad. Yeah. It, was, it, might have, it was a pity invite, I think. Um, yeah, it must have been. Okay. But, okay, can I talk about my, my, my yeah. adventures finally? We would love that. I'm Thank like, you. let me talk about my bunions. Yeah, okay. yeah my bunions. <laughs> damn it. They're acting up, and yeah. I need to talk about them. Okay. Uh, I went to the sundry, ate a BS taqueria. Yeah, what do you think? I enjoyed it better than Viva. Yeah. It was very good. Had the nachos, loved them. The guacamole, incredible. Did the short rib entree, well, the shrimp diablos, yeah, had fabulous. That. And then we tried the tacos. We did carne asada and the chorizo and papas, potatoes. Oh, you covered a lot of territory. Oh, it was yeah. Very good. We had a, a phenomenal time. I think the most difficult thing in my assessment on the sundry is you have to be prepared to be overwhelmed by decision making. Like you, yeah, you have to walk yeah, in. Point. Like I get overwhelmed when I'm hungry with a single menu. You walk into the sundry and you've got twelve options in a food hall. You have an oyster bar or two other anchor restaurants in right. Bias Taqueria or Mizunara, the, yeah. the sushi spot. So it's a really great place if you have a group of. Uh, finicky eaters uh, sit at the food hall. Everyone can order and fend for themselves, pay their own freight. So I think it's going to real do really well. It's not cheap though. It's not. No, it's not cheap at all. But it it solves that weird problem of where you just have everyone that can't agree on anything. Right. right. I, yeah. I so, went. I went though, and I'm going to tell you this. I went. Uh, let's see. We could go Friday. We could go today. I was there, and I um. And I sat down and I did the order via the phone on the from the table from one of the one of the spots there, and I did the Indian food. And uh, okay, so it was Indian food. It was two orders of Indian food, extra naan, and two drinks and a bottle of water. That was my order. It was like a hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you that wow. even though I am a Republican, that is a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought yeah. that all, that what the my the because the food was was fine. It was, I eat. Well, okay? you're you're see the problem with eating in a food hall is you have to order all the extras through the app so they can nickel and dime you. And, and, when you're sitting at a restaurant, you go, "Yo, can I just get some more tortillas?" And they're like, "Yeah, of course." Uh, yeah, and then right. it never ends up on your right, bill. Right. Yeah, right. So yeah. Right. Sure, here's three more tortillas. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you got to spend eight dollars more for more tortillas. Yeah, yeah and all that. Well, uh, um, my cousin went, and he had he liked the food there too. And and um, he's uh, you know he's not a guy he's a, he's not uh, a cheap skate by any means. But he was he was kind of shocked at how expensive it was too. I said, again, they they, they you know this was not the old hot dog on a stick tomorrow yeah. years anymore. Definitely folks. not. This is this is uh, you're going there. You're going to spend fifty dollars a person minimum to eat lunch or dinner. And you just are, and that's that's the world we live in right now. He got upset. I wondered. I thought Sam was going to go here, and um, he loved the the food he had. A di- different, you know. There's like you're right. It's like twelve a bl- concepts. A yeah. blizzard of concepts you have to uh, navigate. 
But he said what got him was he ordered everything. And so he, he's a kind of a, a, a soda, diet soda addict. So he decides he wants to have another diet soda. You just can't say, can I have another diet? You have to go back on, you have to get, oh. get, get scroll up, scroll into it, upload your information again. He goes, it's just a pain in the effing ass, you know, That's just stupid. to get a second soft drink. Okay? Yeah, they should like all communally pay for the soft yeah. drinks and just have fountain sodas. And let and when you pay, you get a cup and then people. Right, because I mean, it's, it's like, silly. or you know, even if it's just you're drinking like hard alcohol or wine, I want to drink. What do you, what, the only way to really do it is say, well, I guess I'm going to order three drinks right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bring all my drinks because it, it's just a pain in the neck to go back into it. I solve it by just going to the restaurants. There's three of them there. There you have uh, waitress service. But yes. but if you want to order off the QR codes, do it. I don't like it. I we've had that as a pet peeve before. Um, BS, by the way, you know what it stands for now, don't you? Broken Spanish. Yeah, because that, that's uh, that's Ray Garcia's, Garcia's spot in L.A. Yeah, it's a famous spot in L.A. So yeah, overall though, we got to give th- big thumbs up to the sundry. But you know, bring your wallet and uh, be prepared to throw down some real cash. And for people who don't like making decisions. It's good. Uh, it's going to be tough. And it's beautiful okay. inside. I, I'm going to point this out. I really like the yeah, entire, the that, is that whole project, mm-hmm. the, 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 the uh, buildings there. It's all, uh, you know, designed very, very cool area. And I think I'm telling you, this little southwest part of Vegas is, is becoming extremely hip. Well, I think we're out of time, though, Sammy. You know, round two of this episode. I think we should hit- do it again. Uh, do it again. Well, look, I, I do have to apologize I reached out to my Twitter followers asking for help on topics for today's show. We did not get to them. We will get to them. So I did not ignore you. I am excited to ask these questions again. And also there are several people that DM'd me on Instagram. Thank you for those. And I will also follow up on those as well. It's my fault that she didn't get to them. It really is. And, 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 you know, we were a lot funnier the first time we recorded this than we were the second. Take our word for it. Okay, let me give you one quick pet peeve. Yes. I put out on Twitter. But I'm talking to a, a wine wholesaler, and he said, um, and this is more of a, a funny anecdote than a pet peeve. He, and he said, you know, I had to tell a bunch of wine to Club Sapphire, you know, the stripper club on the oh, South Strip. Yeah. Right. And he said, uh, he said they wanted to buy like you know t- ten pallets of, of of my my prosecco. And he says it's I charge eleven dollars a, a bottle uh, to the restaurant, eleven dollars. He said I had to go through a week of negotiations so they could. Uh, chisel me down from $11 a bottle to $10 a bottle. And I finally gave in because I sold them, you know, I don't know, like, you know, 50 cases of it or whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever he sold to them. He said, how, guess how much it is on their list? So I went, so it cost the, cost the restaurant 10 bucks. Yep. And I said, okay, what's the most outrageous? 50 bucks? He looked at me like I was crazy. I said, 60? No. 90? He kept going with his thumbs up, Shut up. Shut up. 100? Up, up. 200? Up, up. I went. It's the titty tax. Yeah, the titty tax. So, now keep in mind, this is a basically a five dollar bottle of prosecco that he brings in for five, sells to the restaurant for ten that they chiseled him down a buck for. Three hundred dollars? No. Three fifty? No. Four hundred and fifty bucks for a ten dollar bottle of prosecco. <laughs> Stop. Wow. At the, Club the titty tax. The titty is tax real. is alive and well. And he said, he, and he was just mad because he spent like a week going back and forth over a buck, you I know, think, for this when he when they're upcharging something like you know a thousand percent. I think I'm going to get some breasts. Uh, <laughs> I'm just think what I could do with 
with, I, I, maybe you know, I, I, think I, I could influence, I could what, sell I, alcohol. I, I think that the girl who, who, who eats with her tits ought to just be hanging slinging out. Slinging Prosecco. Slinging Prosecco, exactly. What I want to know is how long it's going to take for them to reorder, place a, a follow-up order. Like, yeah. how quickly are they going to go through that? I will follow up on this That's and a great question. give you the breast information I can about it. <laughs> oh, uh, on, on that note, and on that note, we we'll are done. Off. We will sign yes, off. Yes, yes, yes. John Curtis, Sam Rajovsky, and Ash Watkins. Good night, Canada. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Hey, yo, yo. Hey, yo.